Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7. Hope you guys have been doing okay. I am not one to talk much about the weather, but have y'all noticed how hazy and hot it's been lately? It's so unbearable. I thought I left the smog and the intense hot and humid days in Chiang Mai, but nope. Over the weekend, I had to leave the aircon switched on throughout the day because I was perspiring like crazy and honestly, I'm starting to hate it so much. Whoever said that the tropical climate is heaven needs to rethink themselves a bit. And you know, all this weather talk makes me fondly reminisce <laughs> my solo trip to Korea last year when I went during spring season, around this time actually. Can you imagine? 15 to 23 degrees Celsius weather all day long? That's heaven, man. And that brings us to today's episode where I wanted to talk a bit about some of the things I learned about myself from solo traveling. So a little context, if you care to listen, get it? (laughs) This trip to Korea was not my first solo trip. I've actually been to Korea before, back in 2021, and I did that trip solo for a week just to get a taste of it, and I realized I actually enjoyed the solo experience. So in April 2022, I decided to go on a long solo trip and Korea was the only option at the time due to the vaccinated travel lane scheme that Singapore was having with selected countries around the world. I did not really want to do Europe at the time due to the higher cost of living. And yeah, I mean, Korea was expensive too. But because it's in Asia, I felt a bit more comfortable because it's my first so-called long solo travel and I wanted the assimilation to be as easy as possible. But yes, I did the trip, I survived, I learned a lot, and because this is episode 7, and 7 is my favourite number, I shall talk about the 7 things I learned from my adventure in Korea. So, thing number 1. I am more capable than I think I am. This is a pretty cliché thing that many solo travellers would talk about when they blog about their experiences. Just google and you'll see. But it's so true. The thing is, I went to South Korea without any knowledge of the language, without any following in K-pop trends and music, without watching any K-dramas unlike the majority of the Singapore population, and without much love towards the cuisine there. And even though it was my second time in this country, it still felt like entering a brand new territory. Furthermore, I am so introverted, I am not used to putting myself out there and meeting new people. So how was I going to navigate and create nice memories while here? The good thing is, I have a very, very good friend from secondary school who lives in Korea, so meeting up with her while being there was really nice, and I'm grateful to her for putting her with my clingy ass, but I also understand that she was busy with her own life, and I could not possibly be expecting her to meet me all the time, which meant that I had no choice but to go out of my comfort zone to meet new people. Locals was out of the question at the time because Koreans don't really speak English, so I decided to go onto Facebook and join random travel groups so I could meet up with people who were traveling around the same time in the same area as me. And while I was initially skeptical, it turned out to be a really great decision as I got to meet fellow solo travelers from around the world. Um, okay, wait, no, I don't think they were from around the world, they were mostly American. But point is, I got past the initial awkwardness and actually managed to spend a full day of sightseeing with them. Some of them I even met multiple times while I was in Korea. So point is, It was possible for an introvert adult like myself to make friends and while this might be easy and natural for some, I felt like this was a huge achievement for me. And also back to my friend who lives in Korea, she always asked me out on weekends anyway and it was through that that I was able to meet some locals as well which was awesome. Other than my social life, 
I think in terms of living the day-to-day in Korea, I was able to adapt to the life there pretty quickly. For example, navigating the subway system was not hard, and I could get around the city using the Naver app, which was really cool compared to Google Maps. I was able to plan getaways to other parts of Korea with ease, and even though there were times I got lost, I was able to find my way around somehow. When it came to food, I began to enjoy the local cuisine a little bit more, to the point where I could randomly crave for Korean food, which was completely out of the question before this trip. And also, as many of you can relate, in Singapore, we don't have the culture of moving out of our parents' homes and living alone. So coming back to an empty apartment was a very foreign concept to me, as I was always used to having someone at home. That was honestly a bit hard at first, but eventually I got used to it too. So with that, I realized that I should give myself more credit because I am perfectly capable of being independent, and that's something I'm quite proud of. Thing number two. Should I replace thing with lesson? So like lesson number two? Mm, nah, let's keep it weird. So thing number two. I started to appreciate and be comfortable in solitude. I've always been okay with solitude. Like I have been to the cinema on my own to watch movies, and I've eaten out on my own before. But you know, sometimes it still feels very awkward because low-key felt like a loser for doing those things alone. But being in Korea changed that. Obviously, I was not going to have a social life every day as I was also remotely working. So it was inevitable for me to have meals and sightsee attractions on my own. Through repeated exposure of doing things alone, which was the entire point of going on a solo trip anyway, right? I started to feel more confident with being a party of one because I finally understood that being alone does not mean that I am lonely. And to be honest, it's kind of a luxury to be able to have a whole day to yourself. Because you don't have to listen to anybody but yourself, and you can do whatever you want without needing to accommodate to someone else. You only just need to account for yourself. Thing number three. I learned that having an itinerary all planned is a recipe for stress and disaster. I say ditch the itinerary. Why? Because slow travel is the better option, especially if you're traveling for more than a few weeks. There's just something about not having a schedule and not feeling guilty about sleeping in or skipping a place and just being in the present moment. There were so many times when I just decided to listen to my body and take a nap because I was feeling exhausted. Even if that meant I would miss a place to sightsee. Because in the end, the experience is still meaningful. You don't have to see all the attractions in the country to say that you've fully experienced the country. I think true experience comes from the mundane moments, from buying food to taking a walk along the street or visiting a supermarket. It's moments like these that informs you about a country because you get a glimpse of local life instead of overrated, decorated places which may not always be authentic to what a country has to offer. So while I did have an itinerary during the first two weeks or so, I decided to stop relying on it and just decide in the moment what I felt like doing. Like, I would just Google places to see and decide if I felt like traveling to those spots. And many times, to be honest, what I really felt like doing was staying in and Netflixing, or at most chill at a local cafe. Sometimes the chill days are the best days. Number four. You know, traveling solo makes you prioritize on what your needs and wants are when it comes to packing. It's very tempting tempting to bring up backup clothes, backup stuff, but in reality, you don't really need a lot of things. For example, I made do with I think 7 to 8 outfits that I would mix and match and still look great. And what's really stopping me from going to local shops to buy clothes anyway? 
Also, from a very practical point of view, as you're traveling solo, you have to take care of your belongings by yourself. So lugging around heavy bags is not wise anyway. But it's not just in the context of traveling though. Like even in life back home, I don't think you would wear a different outfit every single day for weeks straight, right? Let's be honest, you would definitely re-wear some t-shirts or dresses. Thing number five. Being in Korea for a relatively extended time made me realize I had taken things Singapore has to offer for granted. For example, the food. Food in Korea is so expensive, and in Singapore, I think I could get meals at $5 or less relatively easily. Okay, this is obviously changing in recent times. Food is getting more expensive here, but generally, it's still cheaper. And Singapore has so much variety in food that I can be spoiled for choice. But in Korea, it feels a bit limiting. Another thing is how in Singapore, we don't really care much about how people around us dress. We can be so casual. But in Korea, I felt judged a bit. And I did catch myself putting in effort to look good before leaving the apartment as I was subconsciously being pressured by the beauty standards in Korea, which isn't good. I remember when I returned back to Singapore, I felt this rush of relief because I could be wearing whatever I want and no one here would really care. So yeah, this experience itself made me appreciate my home country a little bit more. Thing number six, traveling solo made me realize that everything happens in perfect timing. I don't know if it's synchronicity from the universe or just sheer luck or whatever, but my experiences in Korea felt like they were meant to happen to me. It was through those experiences that I was able to expand my mindset and mature a little. For example, while I was traveling in Busan, I got to meet this wonderful Korean lady who taught me so much about life while I was staying at her Airbnb, and the wisdom I learned from her through those heart-to-hearts then are still so relevant to me today, and I'm very grateful for that. I suppose even if I traveled with friends and met her, the experience would just be as value-adding, but yeah, I don't know, this was something I felt was unique about my time in Korea, so I wanted to share that with y'all. Finally, number seven, traveling solo in Korea made me realize I have really amazing friends back home. I mean, I have always loved my friends, but it's just being in Korea that kind of validated and reaffirmed that threefold. Because while I was there, my friends would constantly check in, call me up, and just be great listening ears, and that just made me have much more gratitude towards them. Because I think friends like them are hard to come by. And strangely, being so far geographically from them made me connect and become even closer to them. So that was nice. So friends, if you are listening, thank you. And with that, I have finished my list. You know, back in 2022, my life felt really stagnant and I found myself craving for life experience outside of Singapore. I really wanted to be spontaneous, independent, crazy and just live in the moment. And I think solo travel allowed me to be all that because you're forced to be present when you're taking care of yourself by yourself in a foreign place. And it was through traveling solo that I've said yes to situations that I knew that I would never have accepted back home. Okay, to clarify, it's all PG-13 situations. I'm a good girl, okay? (laughs) And I have no regrets at all because it was all these experiences that allowed me to have some of the best memories of my life. I got to see life outside of the Singapore bubble more intimately And it made me realize how much the world has to offer and how similar we are with people from different lands. We are really one and the same. So yeah, I'm done with this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And small small favor, please, 
Do reach out to me via DM if you have any topic ideas that you'd like me to cover because it is hard to think of new content on a weekly basis and your help would be greatly appreciated. Thanks guys and see you all next week. Bye!